0: Hello and welcome to the Freedom Baptist Church podcast from Freedom Baptist Church in Minneola, Texas, where we're free from the chains of sin and death. Thank you for listening and please enjoy The problem is often prided itself in hostile reaction they gave foreigners. Their leaders decided to make an example out of the husband, arresting the family. They demanded that the father renounce Christ or see his wife and children murdered. When he refused, his two children were executed by archers. Given another chance to repent. The man again refused and his wife was killed. Still refusing to recant, this husband and father was murdered. Witnesses later told the story to the well missionary. The report said that when he asked to recant and see his children see his children murdered, he said, I have decided to follow Jesus. There's no turning back. After seeing his children killed. He reportedly said, the world behind me, the cross still before me. After seeing his wife pierced with arrows, he said, though none is here to go with me, still I will follow. According to the missionary, when he returned to the village, the revival and broken up. And those who had murdered the first convert had since come to faith in Jesus Christ himself. The Welsh man passed the law of the airport, the famous Indian evangelist Sandur Sundar Singh had risen into prominence in the province of India. Where he was praying for foreign missionaries. We got this story, this song, by way of a man by the name of Cliff Barrow. Anybody ever heard of Cliff Barrow? He penned the song. Billy Graham used it all the time, I have decided to follow Jesus. Folks, I want to tell you something, this easy believe Christianity that we have today, secure Christianity that we have that don't cost you anything, come on down. Come on down to the altar. It won't cost you anything. Jesus will wipe away all your sins. Life will be good. You'll never have another care in the world. The Bible does not know nothing about that. Now that ain't got a whole lot to do with the sermon, but then again, it does. To turn, if I can figure out what I'm doing here. You'll turn in your Bible to 1 Corinthians the third chapter. The Apostle Paul has been captivating the church at Corinth. But in the book, in the third chapter, in the starting at the sixth verse, he said, I have planted Apollo's water, but God Gave the increase. So then, neither is he that planteth anything, neither is he that watereth anything, but God giveth the increase. So then, there is neither he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God giveth the increase. Now, he that planteth and he that watereth are one, and every man shall receive. His own reward according to his own labor. For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's builders. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me, a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another built their own. But let every man take heed how he builds their own. That ought to stop the preacher right there for four or five hours. For there is no other foundation, no man, there is, there is, for other foundation can no man lay that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now if any man build upon his foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, for every man's word shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. The fire shall try every man at the work. If any man's work abide, where he has built their upon, home, he shall receive glory, reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, I pray today, I don't know why you gave me this, but here goes nothing, Lord. Father, I ask now that you bless the reading of your word. Dear God, I pray that the Holy Spirit touch hearts. Dear God, that we may see something today that we've never seen before, that we may draw closer to you. Father God, I ask that you just use me one more time i use me one more time. Bless the reading of your word. And bless everyone here. I ask you to say, Thank you and shed the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now we're going to go to Matthew, the 25th chapter. In Matthew, the 25th chapter, or the 24th and 25th chapter, we have what everyone that's ever been to Sunday school knows is what's called the Olivet Discourse. Jesus had was on his knew he was going to die. Jesus had to come and started preparing his disciples to know that they were fixing. He was fixing to go, he was fixing to die. He was martyred. And they're asking him, what are the signs? What are the signs? So in twenty four and twenty five, he's showing us the signs of him coming again. He's telling us all these things through parables. The parables of the virgins. The parables of the murderers. The, the uh, martyrs, parables of the laborers. Jesus is preparing these people. Now, we're going to start again in the 24th verse. No, we're not going to start back. The uh, sixteenth, fourteenth verse, Matthew twenty-five, fourteen: For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country, who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods, and he gave one five talents, and another two, and another one, to every man according to his ability to his several abilities and straightway took his journey. Then he that received the five talents went and traded with the same and made the, the other five talents. And likewise, he that received two and he also gained another two talents. But he that he received one went and digged into the earth and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh, and he reckoned with them. So he that received five talents came and brought the other five talents, saying, Lord, thou hast delivered unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five five talents more. And his Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things, but I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. He also that received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. And behold, I have gained two other talents besides thee. And his Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Then... He which received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew that thou were a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not struck. And I was afraid, and went and hid the talent in the earth. And lo, there hath was Zion. And his Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knowest that I reap where I sowed not, and gather where I have not struck. Thou oughtest to it, therefore put my money into the exchange, and at then my coming I should receive my own usury. Therefore take, therefore the ta- take, therefore the talent from him and give it unto him which hath ten talents. For unto every one that hath shall be given, and he that hath abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away, even that he hath. What's the story here? What's the st- Number one, we're talking about the Lord. He's telling his people that he's going away on a long journey. The Lord often tells tell these stories in, in parables. And so he's telling this story and uh, he's trying to prepare them for what's fixing to come. Because they're going to be alone, they're going to face this for themselves. And he tells them that he gave every one of them talent. Whether you realize it or not, we were all given talent. We were all given talent. Now, the problem here is what we're going to do with it. We've got one that had five talents. That he went out and done We've got one that had two talents. That he went out Nobody. But we have one, he wouldn't hit it. How many of us are hidden Christians? How many of us have got that talent going? We've got what the Lord gives We we've, we've got it, but we want to hold them on to it because we think we're going to lose it. Folks, we're supposed to be giving those talents. We're supposed to be multiplying those talents. We're supposed to be going out into the communities and witnessing. We're supposed to be building up the church of God. You remember this? several months ago when we didn't know when we were going to have this church. We talked about we made on the street corner. We meet New Jersey Nutrition. We meet out at jam cat. Whatever it took. Let the Lord bless us so far with this here. How many of us have gotten like the first sermon? We're just happy to keep it. You know, it costs something to be a Christian. I read that story. It cost that man his family, his own life. If he would have just got saved, him and his family just got saved, and went and sat down and told nobody, he had been all right. Nobody would have ever heard. Nobody would have ever known the difference. He just went and got saved. Got him and his home, own family just getting saved, and just went and hid. Didn't tell anybody. But he didn't do that. He went and proclaimed, they gave him the giants to recant. They brought his children up. I got children. Y'all got children. How many of us right now have to do with we And that is not the same, by How important is it for us? To be building those talents. To be building this community. To be building this family. We we focus on everything in the world other than the Lord. Other than the church. Other than building our, our talents. We've got people right here in this town. That are languishing. That are hurting. And we've got that talent. We're just that talent. We're not going to tell anybody. We don't. We don't want anybody. Anybody to know that there's anything Jesus about us. To where this town, this congregation, this state and our government is more important than us. Why? Because we got little ones coming up. And folks, if we don't stand, if we don't take a stand right now, this is because Five talents. Every one of us has been given a talent. Every one of us had an ability. Every one of us had the mission field. And whether you like it or not, you, when you were called, when you were born again, when the Lord did the work of regeneration in your heart, you were called to be a missionary. I was called to be a missionary. You see, we think it's just easy believism we got going on. These fantastic preachers that preach to 10,000, 20,000 a week. they got it going on. But they're leading people into a devil's hell. By not preaching the word, by not preaching the gospel. You see they're taking these talents and they're multiplying the wrong way. The red in First Corinthians that you cannot build but on the Lord's house. There is no other foundation. But you've got these people that are that are building foundations on music, they're building foundations on, on advertising, they're building on T V, record, record players. Cassette, of course, that's the, for the most of you people over not what said, is the But folks, we've got to get away from the believing that it's not it going to cost How much did it cost Jesus? We've got these preachers that tell you to live your best life now. God wants you to live your best life now. we sit up a new Journey, nutrition me and Genie and my wife. We laugh at it. But yet they're running 10,000, 20,000 in Sunday school. But there is no gospel now. What is the gospel? Jesus Christ came, lived 33 and a half years sinless life, died was murdered. The chastisement of our sin was put upon him. And he rose again. We might have news of life. Oh, we're supposed to be a work. He told this talent. He told this parable for a reason. Number one is to show that the talent first off that it's going to be a while before he gets back. Second thing is he gave each one according to his, their own ability. Number three, he gave them a commission. We have that same commission. We love The end of Matthew. We love the the famous preacher, go ye into all the world. You know what all the world is? Back in that time, it was Minneapolis, Texas. It was Minneapolis, Texas. It was Texas. Wood County. Back then, it was the United States. Now, we're sitting there watching our religious freedom, our freedoms, personal freedoms, being destroyed. For the simple fact that we won't stand up, we won't take that talent that God's given. We won't step forward, and the we everybody wants to revive. I want to revive. Most churches don't need a revival; if they they need a resurrection. You can't revive what's dead. We sit and and our and, and, and our comforted pews. Bless me if you can, preacher. Come on, bless me if you can. Bless yourself. I'm here, pastor. Here to seek the flock. There's nothing special about me. Nothing. I'm here to feed the flock, not fleece the flock. Not so tell you, Lord, told me, tell you, I'll give a thousand dollars this week, and you'll be blessed. You know what happens if you give a thousand dollars this week? You're gonna be a thousand dollars lighter. That's what this talent this, this is not about. That it's about the gospel of Christ, the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which was lost. That's the mission of God. The mission of God is not that you live in a seven point four million dollar home, that you have five jets. The mission of God is that you seek and save that which was lost. That we preach the word, be constant in season, out of season, when you season. Putting out those traps, one of the easiest things that you can ever do. There's hundreds of them there. i got thousands of them in the shop. Commit the commission. We're going to invest for the master. The master has entrusted us these gifts that he's given us in the table. All of us don't have the same amount of gifts, but we've all got one. We've all got one. We've so got salvation in okay. our now, we need to build on that. We need to invest in other people. You know, what's his name? Uh, the Wizard of Wall Street, Berkshire Hathaway, what's his name? Uh, Warren Buffett. He didn't get to be a multi-billionaire by sitting on that one town of the city. The hunters, the, the, the 12 disciples, they didn't see Three thousand saved at Pentecost by sitting on that tower. They went out. They were with us and they were telling people about Jesus. And I guarantee you, I know in my life, I've got people right now. The Lord should come back, and the Lord is coming back soon. I believe He's coming back real soon. They're going to die and split hell wide open. You know who's going to answer for that? If Don, if Don didn't tell us. Be Why? Because I was scared. I didn't want anybody to think that Don Smith was one of those fanatical Christians. I didn't want them didn't to think that Don Smith gave up that old lifestyle. He gave up that's that old bar style. Bar style. He's that old bar, but Don, remember when we did this when we did that? The other day, Don died. Jesus put him to death. I crawled upon that cross. What are we doing with our talent? What are we doing with the talent in this church? We've got a fantastic evidence to God right here. What are we doing? You remember know the Great Commission? Go. Go. Those people that we Are going to slip through our hands because we're not investing in in the breaking men. Like this man, he hid it. He was scared. He said he knew that he was, you're an austere man. If you didn't read for you soul, or you didn't sow. he was scared. He hid. They called him a sloth slothful servant. Here comes the heart. Look at James. he the faith without works is dead. You can have all the faith you want to. You remember John chapter fifteen, the vine dresser. We were created. We were made to bear much fruit. If we're sitting on our talent, if we're sitting on our coffers, if we're too scared to get up and be put in that position, Mr. Nate, that that somebody might think bad about us, somebody might think we're crazy, we're that left-wing spirit. People are dying Our friends, my friends, I've got friends right now. They're just waiting for me to fail. So they tell me, well, I knew that three kids was not work for you. I did working out for you, Don. You lost everything. Yeah, you have. I have. But you know what? i got to do. Yeah. James says, faith without works is dead. We tend to shift the blame. Just like that man told us that God knew that you were, you were an austere man. That you, that you were a hard man. That, that you didn't reap or he didn't sow. So he's trying to shift the blame back on him. We as Christians today, churches all across this land, we want to sit around in our blessed assurance and sing these old great songs of Miss Peggy. I love you. I love you. This big mess they got us out of you 10, 10, 10, 10 You know why? Because it wasn't bought with Christ. Sounds like I have decided to follow Jesus. So I'm getting like it well with my soul. They cost something. There's a story behind them. Look, folks. I'm telling you. We're coming up on this video. And we got to decide what we want this church to do. But we can have all the visions. In the world. We can have all the nightmares in the world. But if they're not founded on Jesus, <clears throat> they're going nowhere. So, what I'm going to ask for you to do is number one, not be like a man, but get that talent. Invested in this community, invest it in your friends. Each one of us has got somebody that we can tell. Is it, is it easy to tell somebody? When you first start, no, it's not as scary. It's scary. But you get over it. You tell one the then, you want to tell another one. You want to see that look on your face, Brother Thomas? Brother answer. you want to see that look on the face. Wait, like, what? You're trying to tell me about Jesus? Invest. Like that man did with five talents. That man did with two talents. Invest in your friends. Try to tell, get them to have what you got. How many of us have got family members that are going to die bust the hell out Because we're too busy playing church, playing politics, and too scared to get up off that talent. You know, football season's coming up. So we're going to find out how many real Christians there are. Lord, help us with the Dallas County. We need to be about to Father's business. We need to be brokenhearted. How long has it been since we got down on the floor and knelt out of bed and prayed for our children, our grandchildren, and yes, now, my great-grandchildren? Are they not worth it? Are they not worth it? I'm sitting here holding that talent and not trying to give that talent to them. You know, there's a lot of bad things coming in this community right now. We have partnered with Life After Mess, Enough is Enough, and the things... I'm finding out about the community security to But you know who's fault us? Us. The church. Because we sell our blessed church. And we let the drug dealer take over. We let the rapists take over. We let the body, the, 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 the human traffickers, take over. Yeah, they had a great I here in the river Everybody in video has got a chemistry like Chemistry They know how to make that. So, my question to you is this. As we take this journey to a new beginning, as we take this journey to focus, Give up your talent to save someone else, to invest in this community, to keep kids off drugs, to keep women, to keep young ladies from being smashed up, <gasps> young girls. Faith without works instead. This scared man. You remember? As I read in 1 Corinthians 3. For it said, Every man's work shall be tried as fire. Every man's work shall be tried as fire. If any man has worked Shall be burned, he shall suffer lost. But he himself shall be saved as by God. Died. There is no other foundation that you can build on. We've got to build on Jesus Christ. We've got to build on his bride. tried without the fire. Now I want you to take one more verse. One more verse. And this is the hard part. Verse 26 or 25. For unto every one that hath shall be given and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. And cast the unprofitable servant into outer darkness, and there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Remember, Jesus said, Not every man that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of the Father. Not every man that saith unto me, Lord, Lord. You've got people. Lord, I've done this. I'm preaching to 10,000. I'm preaching to 20,000, 30,000. One man I know of just preached to 400,000. But if it's not built on the word of God. It's going to be burnt. And he cast out of God. Not every man who saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter in me. So we've got two people. First Corinthians. Everything every that we do, every talent that we're given, every benefit that we're given, every job that we're given, will be tried as by fire. You're Say what you want to. Said, Brother Don, you're preaching salvation by work. No, I'm preaching anything other than salvation by work. because you can't work enough to get saved, you can't be enough to get saved, you can't do enough to get saved, Jesus involved and paid for the whole thing. Amen. Amen. By the way, Jesus did not forgive you your sins. Jesus paid for your sin. Fought and paid for it. When God looks at you, he sees the righteousness of God. Righteousness of God. Well, we've got to decide what we're going to do with this vision. How we're going to invest in this community. What vision do you see for this church? Do you see us just rocking along every Sunday, coming along like we are? Me, we sing a couple of worship songs, and we have a little word, a little word about Jesus. You knocked it out of the ballpark bigger than I. You say, "All this is right here," and I want you to understand something real quick, fast, and in the hurry. All this is right here is a recharging station. All this is is a truck stop, a recharging station, a place where you can come plug in and get focused on what you need to do next week, where you can go give your talent away, what friend you can tell about Jesus, how you can share Jesus with someone at work, how you can be a witness, how you can be a witness to your children. Oh yeah, by the way, some of y'all didn't know it, children and grandchildren, of God's little They know. They know everything, and they will tell it. We've got several teachers that come into our shop, and you would believe some of the stories they tell about little kids. Some of them are trapped. You see, when you when you, when you're investing that talent. You're seeing your little kids see Jesus. When you see, when your child sees you tell someone, your best friend, about Jesus, your child will look at you, your grandchild will look at you. My little, look at you. My little grandson, he looked at him, Brother Doctor, Daddy, Papa Doc, how'd you do that? How'd you tell him? Well, some It's only as hard as we make. It. The devil don't want you out there spreading the word. The devil wants you to hold on to that talent for dear life. Because you might lose it. Give it away. Give it away. This has been a hard message to preach. How many more can I tell? How many kids at Brooklyn are going to laugh at me and go, I can't. He's going to ask you the question. He's going to ask you the question. Two times, Three things. Number one is if you want to, if you need a blessing, be a blessing. Number two, how many times do we pray? One more time. That's it. Give it away. You see, that man, he was scared. He wasn't scared of his boss. He wasn't scared. He was scared about what people going to think about. I used to be that way. When I was first got saved, have, I did not have any idea that God would not do what He said he do. We just believed that God answered prayer. We were just stupid enough to believe that if we got on our face and asked God for something to help somebody else. He God would honor His on We were just that time. And the thing that struck me hard. When first time I got ordained they preach, that's pastor come up. Several pastors in there, and he said, man, he, he's on fire for God. He's on fire for God in the old deal. I don't want to get over. I got over it for a long time. All those friends that I did them the bad thing. Got that talent that God has made every one of us. I don't know your talent is, Gene. I don't know your talent is I know one of your talent is playing evil, playing, playing that piano, using that talent, giving that talent out, working that talent. Some of us have been, some of us have been given talent to win. United States, the 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 key to success in the United States is not in the White House, it's in the church house. We went wrong. The church went wrong right here. When <coughs> folks started listening to the deacon voice. Oh especially after after COVID. We need we need the numbers back up. We need that nickel and noses board. We need it to come back up because that talent's running a little short. We don't know if we're going to make this week, this month, payment. Just take it. We got worried about money. We got worried about money. We got to worry about affluence. How our people were going to think of us in the community. So how can we get some more people? Well, brother John. You don't need to preach on homosexuality anymore. That's just a lifestyle life. choice. Brother Don, you don't need to preach on adultery anymore. You don't need to preach on fornication anymore. Just calm it down a little bit. Knock the edges off of it. And that's where we're at right now. You've got microwave Christians. Y'all know what a microwave Christians don't huh? You remember back in the old days, there's a lot of us old folks. Here. Remember back in the old days when your mama would come in, you come in Sunday afternoon, that church, that, that, dinner be ready, Miss Pam. Every bit of it was Now what do we do? We run in before the night. It's hot, it's blazing hot on the outside, but it's cold in the inside. How many of us are blazing hot on the outside? But we're like that man right there, that one talent. We're cold on the inside. We're holding it all in. We got a good show going on. We come to church every Sunday. We settle on the Amen road. But we're cold inside. We're cold inside. I tell you, this is not one sort of my favorite meetings. Favorite. So preach. And We've got to decide what kind of church we want. A praying church or a playing church? So pray take those cards and go home and you pray and you pray like you never prayed. God, show me a vision to that church. Hey, if you Brother Steve, Miss Pat, y'all come. We're going to have a couple of words.